Y'all know what it is. Courtside Radio, debate day. I got the whole gang with me today. I'm going to kick it to the PG and let them know what's ha- let you know what's happening. Hey, man, what's up, guys? Mike Hill, the PG here with the starting five. It is about to be lit. We're giving you guys something different. This is the Courtside Radio debate hour or 30 minutes or 40 minutes, whatever you guys need. We're going to make sure that we give you guys some hot takes hot debates, and you guys are going to love it. Let's start with these intros. With the starting lineup at Small Ford. What's good, Hans? What's good, ladies and gentlemen? This is Courtside Radio Debate Hour. Let's get going, people. It's good to see y'all. Hopefully you guys are washing your hands, staying clean, sickness-free. I see you, Mike, with the cap on, the freaking hoodie on. Let's go, baby. Get that crappy-ass cap out of here, Phil. Let's go. And then we got the one and only... Mr. Big Time, Mr. Daddy Duties, Mr. CEO himself, Danny Boy. What's up, Danny? Yes, sir. Feeling good for Danny Danny Saturday. You already know. I'm I just ready to get into it. Phil King Cap about to go down. I'm just praying for him. That's all. Prayers up. Okay, so make sure y'all prayers is ready for that guy. Cause Mr. Downtown Philip Brown, straight from the ATL, baby. What's up, Philip? What we saying? What we saying? Brown, Brown all day, baby. Y'all finna see what's up. You know, it's your boy Philip Brown. Had to come through. Put Danny in the spot, boy. He's gonna be ghost for another uh, another three months after I get done with his ass. <laughs> That's cool, but all the way from Inglewood, Mr. Inglewood himself. I'm sorry, Mr. Paul Pierce. I'm sorry, Clippers. You can't have that title of Inglewood because we got Mr. Inglewood, Mr. Adam Pappy. What's good, Mike? What's good? What's good? Big Mike falling through. You know, we doing our social distancing, but uh, we had to come to you, bring you some fuego, as you know. And uh, we're going to tell you how I go. Yes, sir. So, man, we are giving you something very exclusive. We just going at each other's heads. It's going to be a lot of great debate. And we're going to get right day, to baby. it, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, so we're going to get right to it. Kendrick Lamar, as you know, when you listen to our show, you hear a lot of hip-hop because we are big-time hip-hop fans. But Kendrick Lamar, one of the greatest artists of this generation, has dropped three damn near classic albums. And I just want us to, you know, just kind of discuss, you know, which was his best album. You know, I, I have my favorite and I feel that is his best album. But man, I want to hear you guys take, uh, we'll start with you, Bruce. What you got is Kendrick Lamar's best album of the three. Damn, DJ Shice Wright. Pimple Butterfly. Mr. Shice Wright, what's good? I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Good Kid, Mad City. That's the one I feel is the best. Uh, the easiest listen though is Damn because Damn is like his veteran work where he was just having fun he was playing with the music Good Kid Mad City is more like when he comes out of what we know as like our mixtape era and stuff like that and he gives you like that final product and like that when the money's backing you and you're able to do things that you really want to do and you have that, that support behind you and then you like you're young and you're hungry so you kind of felt that in that album. But then Dan to, is just like, it was too easy for him at that point. If you had to pick one that you had to listen to only of his album, which one would it be? Yeah, that's real. Come on, come on. That's real. Hey, we, we'll get back to you, Hans. I think I said, you had, yeah, I think I said go get kid. That's the good kid. kid. All right, yeah. Hans, what okay. you got, man? If you had to choose one, to only listen to from K. Lamar, couldn't listen to any other ones, which K. Dot album would you choose? 
I'd also like to point out that we're missing the fourth album, which is Section 80, but I'm not going to include that. I got Good Kid, Mad City. That's my favorite Kendrick Lamar album. It means the most to me. That was the album that put Kendrick on the map. It brought him to stardom. He got mainstream success, all the radio plays, nonstop listenings. Look, that album to me brings me back to when I went to Israel, my birthright trip. I played that Metasheray. album nonstop. Uh, 100%. I was about to tell you. My trip there, on the way back, I started talking with this Israeli soldier. We were getting very close. And on the way to the airport, I said, you got to listen to this song. And we listened to Sing About Me nonstop on the way to the airport. And that song, to this day, holds a very special place in my heart. And that album takes me back to that whole summer, senior year, graduating, all of that. Like, it holds a special place. That album's his best album to me, the one I could listen to nonstop on repeat. I love it. Even though a lot of the other albums that he's come out with, Damn and To Pimp a Butterfly, also have great hits, that's the one album that if you were to tell me of his stuff, I could go on a desert island and get stuck with, I'd play on repeat nonstop. So what about you, Mike? What you got, if you could choose one Kendrick Lamar album to listen to for the rest of your life, you got to scrap the other ones, which one are you choosing? I'm going to Pimp a Butterfly. Just okay. I mean, I got to because on the political factor that he brought to the game at that point, after he already made his name, it was just like, you already knew he had something to say, but now he had the green light to go ahead and say and speak his mind more openly to a greater mass. And uh, it was influential at that time, especially what was going on. And you have to understand that music brings people together. And... Uh, K-Dot, you got a classic on your ass, bro. You already know. What about you, Philip? This is really different because you're from ACL. Exactly. So, different. so, so how do so, you feel about this tape? Exactly. I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, Dan, sit down and hear my tape. Boy, where you going? Yeah, here it is. Here you go. Oh, oh, I had to make sure. <laughs> I had to go with um, probably Good Kid, Mad City, man. Uh, honestly, just because... We knew who Kendrick was before, but that one really exploded him to like the next, like to the stratosphere, boy. Like he was everywhere, man. That that one meant the most to me. I really sat down, dissected that one, man. So I'm gonna go with Good Kid, Mad City, boy. And uh, before we before we get to this, I gotta give my debate. And Mike, I just have to let you know you are 100% right. I always go back and forth on this, but to pimp a butterfly, won so many Grammys. He was able to speak for the people in a hood way. And exactly. He gave, hey, he gave us an anthem that was used like for protests. We gonna be all right, which is one of the songs of the day. Gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. As I was like, you already know. I was sitting there. Yeah. Like, hey, so it's like he gave you so much. He had an interview with Tupac at the end of the album, bro. My like, favorite song heard. from that album, which was crazy yeah. with Mortal Man. Uh, King Kunta, he pretty much gave you a hip-hop James Brown album. And I love Good Kid because he able to get that street and him growing up in Compton. I love Damn because it was able to attack the radio. But to pimp a butterfly. You know about that interview, how he got that, right? Got what? Yeah, it was going to be called uh, To Pimp a Caterpillar because he wanted to name it after Tupac. No, but no, that interview that he included in the end of the song was actually yeah. an interview that was done on a European radio station. And he yeah. found it and bought it and was able yeah. to use it for that track. And the, sure. the part that sticks out to me is that he was able to turn a song that was so meaningful into a very end part where it was a Q&A and made it roll and work. And, I, and look like you should have chose to pimp a butterfly too. 
player. But uh, just know whenever you have a track that says "This Dick Ain't Free," free. That's this it. Dick right. Ain't Free. <laughs> you have a track like that on there. That is the best album. So, hey, Kendrick Lamar, To Pimple Butterfly, Good Kid, Mad City, Damn, maybe even Section 80. I want you guys to let us know what is your favorite Kendrick Lamar album. If you can only listen to one, only one of K-Dot's albums, which one would it be, man? We gave here's you- a, Here's a trivia question for you guys. Let's who was Kevin, uh, who was uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar's hype man? Who ended up making it on his own? Mike Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Probably me. You talking about school Congratulations. Boy? I was about to say, gotta be school, school boy. Boy. I got a question for y'all. There was only one featured verse on To Pimp a Butterfly. Which artist was it? Fuck. Wait a sec. I was just listening to it the other day. Fuck. I got y'all, huh? Y'all stumped? No. No, I just don't want to say the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's it was like It's like out of three people in my head. Listen, let me hear it. It either be J Rock, Absol, or Schoolboy Q. That's what I'm trying to think. No, it was one artist on that album that gave you another verse, Rhapsody. She was on uh, Complexions. I used about that one. Yeah. So crazy, hey, but man, that's our take, um, our debate. We got most of us got Good Kid, Mad City, but the people with the right answers, uh, me and Mr. Inglewood, we got to pimp a butterfly. Make sure you guys let us know what is the best. Kendrick Lamar album. If you had to choose one, let us know, man. Try to learn you some. It gotta be the you one that be all right. So, hey, Danny, you gonna stop the recording? Yeah, I just stopped it right now. Right, so I'm gonna end it and then I'm gonna resend us. I'm gonna try to resend us the same one. Okay. All right. All you right. gotta log out. Yeah. Uh, yes. It might log you guys out. Snorting on the camera, bro. <laughs> Ready? Facts. Here we go. Who's you can introduce him? Bye. You say you what? 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 Who? What? Can, what? No, it's, it's oh, Alex, <laughs> and, uh, Alex and Michael. Welcome. We back. Debate day. We're going to kick it off with the battle between Michael, the point guard, and Alexander Hyde. <laughs> But yeah, uh, man. So. Debating Faith <laughs> Laker versus Best Celtic. They haven't given us any information, and we'll be going right in. Uh, we're gonna kick it off with uh, Alex first, because I'm a hater. <laughs> <laughs> so, am I doing Best Laker or Best Celtic? We'll start with Best. We'll start with Best Laker. All right. For me. Of course, I'm going to have to go with someone that I actually grew up watching. Might get some hate for this, might get some flack. But I got to watch a guy go from being just a kid from Philly who went to Lower Marion High School, came to California, became Los Angeles and California as a whole's adopted son, a five-time champion, Kobe Bryant. He is my favorite Laker, and he is the best Laker of all time. Outright, Kobe leads the Lakers in a ton of statistical categories. I went to actually go count the number, but there were more than 10, so I'm not even going to go try doing that. Points uh, points all-time as a Laker, as well as, uh, you know, uh, games all-time. Kobe steals. is just steals all-time. The list goes on. Kobe's one of the best Reason players of all-time. And for me, if I'm going to have to go with a guy who is looked at as second best to Michael Jordan, the guy who mimicked Jordan's game as a whole, who went to seven NBA chips, 
seven, uh, seven NBA Finals won five. To me, I'm going to have to go with Kobe Bryant. It's unfair hey, to say otherwise. Times, let me tell you why. Kobe is my guy, one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, he was the best individual player to play for the Lakers, but the greatest Laker ever is none other than Irvin Magic Johnson. Like, the Lakers was nothing at all before he got there. You know, they even – they had Kareem. But this rookie from Michigan State came in and he led this team to a championship his very first year. He dominated his era where no one won as many titles in his era as he did. You know, with Kobe, you had Duncan who won five. Kobe won five. But Magic was able to not only win the most in his era – he didn't beat the Celtics once. He beat the Celtics twice. And he had the Celtics' best player, Larry Legend, say that, yeah, this guy's the greatest player, the greatest of all time, because of what Magic did. Like, he was Showtime. Whenever you think of Showtime Lakers, you think of Magic, the smile, the no-looks passes. And he did it even with a guy Sounds like me. Kareem next to him. Um, man, Magic – not only was he the face of the Lakers while playing, he became the face of the Lakers um, after it, you know what I'm saying, even running the team as of recently. And he just brought a wave to the Lakers, to the NBA, that no one has truly been able to match. He played in not seven finals, but he played in nine. And he's just the greatest point guard of all time. And whenever you say showtime, I call myself Magic Johnson of the show for a reason, because he runs things. And he took over L.A. like no other. And he whoa, is maybe whoa, not whoa, the best player, whoa. but the greatest Laker of all time. You call yourself that because you also don't have Kobe Bryant's height. But let's get it real. Kobe brought also <laughs> the rivalry back with Boston. Sure, he didn't win more games against the Celtics or more finals against the Celtics. He went and split one and one But what do we say? Yes, Magic brought the rivalry back with the Celtics, right? He was able to do great things, and he won most in that decade. Kobe Bryant stuck through the Lakers, stuck with them when they were going through their woes. He became an MVP-style player and was robbed of a couple MVPs when he was still the only guy for the team. And what did he do? They ended up bringing in Pau Gasol. And what happened then? They went back to the finals. They ended up going three straight finals. They won two of them. But it doesn't matter. He brought the rivalry back just as Magic did at one point. He brought the Lakers a three-peat at one point with Shaq. He brought to the Lakers to three finals after that. He is the all-time leading scorer for the Lakers, and he is the adopted face of Los Angeles and California as a whole for basketball. Hey, but just to let you know, there's one thing that Kobe couldn't do versus a rival, and that was beat the Pistons, which Magic was able to do to get his fifth ring. Uh, he got back-to-back -back at the time, which was didn't happen in such a long time since the Celtics. And the guy just – when you think of the Lakers, you think of Magic Johnson, to be honest. You know, Kobe was a great player, and we remember how great of a player he was. But when you think of just the whole persona of the Lakers, Hollywood, all those things, the guy used to be chilling at the uh, Playboy um, Mansion and doing his thing there. And he defeated HIV and came back to suit up once again for the Lakers. He the Lakers. He is just a guy that is truly the face of the Lakers. And like I said, he is the greatest Laker of all times. Hey, y'all got to tell us that I won this debate because I, I know I did. So 
Let's go over to the Celtics, the greatest Celtics. Guys, guys whoever's watching, everyone in this show, let us know what you think. If I won the debate or if Michael did, guys tuning into the program on social, please let us know whether you think I won the debate or Michael did for best Laker of all time. All right, Michael, let, you go for the move. Celtics. For the Celtics, for me, it's easy. I'm going to go with the guy that people actually saw him play when it was some type of color on the TV. Um, he was a guy who actually was a key rival to the guy, Magic, who was the greatest Laker of all time. It's Larry Legend, uh, he, arguably the greatest small forward ever. Some people still say he is, even over LeBron. He brought three titles in an era where he had to defeat uh, Isaiah Thomas to get to the finals. He had in the Pistons. He had to defeat Michael Jordan and the Bulls to get to the finals. He is one of the greatest shooters of all times. And when you think of the Celtics, yeah, you have Bill Russell, who has 11 rings, but half of us weren't even alive to see any of that. And he was playing against a lot of plumbers and guys who just stumbled upon the gym and they said they want to be in the NBA. Where Larry Legend was a, a white dude making embarrassing these black athletes who were more athletically gifted. And he was just a baller. Like his toughness, when you think of, when I think of a Celtic, the look of a Celtic in that city of Boston, I think of a guy like Larry Legend putting his body on the line for that team to where he ended his career with a messed up back and probably all other things messed up. And he was the guy that without him, the Celtics wouldn't have had three finals in that era. You know what I'm saying? He came in right away, turned him from a 21 team to 60 wins, and he ended as a one of the greatest ballers. So I got Larry Legend. Let me hear your your talk about the okay. guy that I Look, respect. But I love I love Larry Bird. He's my second favorite Celtic of all time. He helped revive the Celtic Laker rivalry, which we all talk about. He stood with Magic during the HIV diagnosis. He is still until LeBron retires the greatest small forward of all time, and his on-court abilities were way better than what his body could give, given his limitations as a physical frame. But for me, it's still to this day Bill Russell. Bill Russell is synonymous with New England sports. And what do we say? Bill Russell is also synonymous with basketball as a whole. Five-time MVP, 11-time five, NBA champion. Oh, let's not forget that the finals MVP namesake is the Bill Russell Award. He was a civil rights activist. And he, let's not forget, he paved the way for what we now see with basketball as a whole, he changed him, Red Auerbach, and the Celtics as a whole, set the example of what we see with the archetypes and the architect of today's NBA. He would have led the league in blocks if that was a statistical category that counted back then. Bill did it all, not only as a player, but as a player coach. He embodies New England sports, and he also embodies the spirit of basketball. What do we always say? We always talk about the greatest champion. And we mentioned Bill Russell, 11 titles. It's nothing to stumble upon. We can try and debate over the knickknack players that he may have played. But let's not forget, he played against guys like Wilt, some of the big names that we all still have synonymous with this game. Bill Russell is the greatest champion of all time, and he is also the greatest Celtic of all time, with Larry Bird Himes, as a close second. Himes, I will argue that he was playing for the basketball equivalent of the Yankees. You had guys like Havlicek. You had guys like Kuzi and many other names that I know I'm missing out on. At a time... Yet we talk about Kobe Bryant playing with Shaquille O'Neal at one point. We always talk about how Magic had Kareem. We always talk about other guys. 
Yeah, you, but can, that's, you can mention that, but look at the equivalent value. Yes, we had Bill Russell playing with hey, Bob Cousy and hey. John Havlicek, but Kobe had Shaquille O'Neal. He had Pau Gasol at one point. Magic had James Worthy. Do I need to go on with that list? There's so many guys that both of these guys played with. It's one thing that you're missing because you named those guys who were pretty much like star players on their own team to where Bird played with. Robert Parrish, who was never a star player on his own team. Kevin McHale, Dave Cowan. We can talk about that. Dennis Johnson, who won a title with the Seattle Supersonics back in the day. But they were never the premier players on other teams the way that, um, you know, Gasol was, the way that, like, Havlicek and Kuzi were premier type players. This dude, Bird, was playing against Magic. But you could make the argument saying that did Bill Russell win any of those titles without the input of Havlicek, without Kuzi, without some of the other boys? We don't know. That's the same argument. That's my point in saying you can't make that argument without discrediting everyone else, too. If you're going to discredit some, you've got to keep it on an even playing field. And that is why Bill Russell is the greatest Celtic, and Larry Bird is my close second. Bird was clearly that guy. He was able to win and beat Dr. J as well. He was able to beat Akeem Olajuwon and Ralph Sampson and that team. Like, he was winning at a time that it was so tough to win because the Lakers were so great. And then you had the bad boy Pistons and Jordan on the rise. For him to do that, fans to this day, you will see more Larry Bird jerseys walking around in that arena than Bill Russell. Oh, 100%. That's but, that's part of, but that part also plays into the fact I that won. people actually got to see these guys. No, no, no. My point is that what the thing you opened up with, people saw Larry Bird play, whereas not a lot of people got to see Bill Russell play. And those that did don't have the input to talk about it like they do, as we do now. And that's why I've won this debate, so we got to move on now. Not. Hey, so who y'all got, man? Who y'all got? Who won Who won these Lakers-Celtic debate? You already know that they're going to give it to the Laker fan right here. Real quick, I'm going to go one for one. The Celtic did better with the Celtic. The Laker did better with the Laker. That was okay. one for one. Y'all need a tiebreaker somehow on a later show because you did better with Magic, even though I think it's Kobe. And I think it's Bill mm. Russell, but also Alex kind of – Alex to me proved that Bill Russell is the greater Celtic. Danny, whose jersey are you wearing? Uh, throwback Russell jersey or Bird? I'm pretty sure it's Bird because that's – Neither. Russell. And I'll, neither. And I'll give you the example too. My mom, <laughs> she owns both a Larry Bird and a Bill Russell jersey and a John Havlicek jersey. But what does she wear more? She wears her Bill Russell jersey. She was a woman that got so, to see and meet these wait, guys. Wait, so we gotta go. We got we gotta move on. So Phil, yeah, who you got that that's one? It. Who you got, Philip? Oh man, I got the the, the greatest Laker is. Uh, who do you think uh, won? Uh, Magic who won? And the greatest. No. Who won? Oh. So I'm going with the side of whoever picked Magic, and now I'm going with the side of whoever picked Bird. Who, who did that? Oh yeah, Mike Hill times two. Exactly. Baby. Bruce. Bruce, who you got? Tell Alex. <sighs> I agree with Mike Hill, unfortunately. Oh, <laughs> my God. Mike. Alex was just giving us a whole bunch of words to distract us from the fact that Bill Russell played with a whole bunch of custodians. <laughs> he played with his plumbers <laughs> and Dennis. Who you got, Mike? Uh, Mike? You know what? What? I kind of have one for Alex because he had better for the Celtic topic, more for me because I always said Bird, but Russell put in his work 
because he would have him and Will were dominating at the time. Like, MVP races were, like, historic at that time when they started adding up these stats and their points with their rebounds. And I'm like, wait a minute, y'all ain't even the blocks in, so damn. And I'm seeing them swipe everything. So Alex got one, and Michael got me with the Magic because I believed the Magic before, but you proved to me more over the side of the Kobe because we did grow up on Kobe, but Magic was a – he was one that didn't need anyone. He took over when Kareem went down to win his first one. All right. So that – Guys, please let us know who won this debate versus Lakers Laker versus best Celtic. Please let us know. Hey, so let's let's move it along. All right, let's go, Phil. Hey, Phil, I'm gonna let you start. I'm gonna let you start, Phil. Big Phil versus Big Danny talking about LeBron versus Kobe Bryant. Before you before you get started, Phil, I gotta do something real quick. Sorry. Hold and on. To everyone tuning in, this debate is Big Phil versus Big Danny discussing. There's no Big Danny. <laughs> no Big Phil. <laughs> versus Kobe Bryant. <laughs> versus Kobe Bryant. There you go. Let's focus on, on the great. All right, Phil, you got it. So who was who was the better individual player, LeBron James? We're talking about individual player, right? No, no, yeah. no. Who is the who is the better player? Is it Kobe or LeBron? There we go. LeBron. Tell let's me go. why. Why? Okay, LeBron, first off, let's just start with the beginning of the career. Who sat the bench and who came in as a starter? As a star? LeBron. Kobe was on the bench the first, what, one and a half, two years? That's first off. They couldn't even start in the, in, the beginning of the, uh, in the beginning of his career. Secondly, who has the most who, – who's going to have the better, better stats at the end of their career? LeBron is going to have more points, going to have more rebounds, going to have more assists, better field goal percentage. All of that stuff. Let's see who's got the most finals MVPs. Bron. Of course, you're going to say that Kobe got more championships, but LeBron was never the arguably or even just flat out the second best player on his team. Who was the second best player? Shaq won two finals MVPs for a reason. Kobe rode his coattails to two championships, so we can discount those two championships. They're tied up. I mean, uh, Bron got three championships, three finals MVPs. Kobe got two championships, two finals in the Who wins that? All right, Bron, thank you. All right. Who had the longest reign? Bron went to the finals nine years in a row. Kobe couldn't even get out of the first round one year. What about that one, huh? What about <laughs> Kobe couldn't even go past the first round? That's crazy. Then you got to talk about how many uh, regular season MVPs do they have? Kobe only has one, and everybody says he got cheated by Nash. Out of two at least. But, out of two at least. But – you got to realize that being part of being a professional superstar athlete is handling your, handling your business off court. And the fact that Kobe let his off court, uh, whatever the situation was, affect his voting for MVP, that's on him again. We can't say that. We can't hold that. We have to hold that against him because if he had kept his nose clean and everything, he would have got more MVP. Then everybody's talking about Kobe is a scoring uh, savant. How many times did Kobe lead the league in scoring? <laughs> Tell us. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish only once. I'm gonna let you finish once. I'm saying, if you're supposed to be a scoring, uh, a savant, a scoring fanatic, how do you only lead the league in scoring one time? Then we talk about he's the closest thing to Jordan that we've ever seen. Okay, how do you get the blueprint to be the best 
and then still come up short. That's just like if you take a test before me and you give me all the answers to the test and I come in and take the test and I make less than you. I don't understand. I don't understand. How, how are we talking about? Then we just talking about physical dominance. Kobe could barely even palm a basketball. We just talking about he can't even palm a basketball, really. My man, come on, man. It's Bron all day. Physical dominance, scoring dominance, on and off court attributes. Just, it's got to be. It's got to be LeBron. Go ahead. Thank you. I, I was waiting for my turn because I was I was confused. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna go back against what you said. So let's go ahead and review this take really quick, right? Kobe is better than LeBron James. The beginning wow. of their careers, Kobe had to ride the bench, right? LeBron came in as the so first pick. Oh, can I, can I finish? I gave you your – can I give my – thank you. So you as it. I was trying to say, um, LeBron came in the number one overall pick. Kobe Bryant came in the 13th overall pick on a storied franchise team with an already starting shooter guard. He replaced the center. So he had the right to bench to prove that he deserved to be in that lineup as a 17-year-old scrawny 6'6 kid, right? Not a 6'8", 240-pound. That could be true, but we'll never know because he wrote the bench that first year and so, right? However, mm -hmm. the second year, he progressed in every day and so forth. So for me, it was a different type of game for him, right? His game wasn't to come in and be the star because he could have went to Charlotte and been a star and started an average 25 points but he went to a storied franchise, a team where he, he has to grow. He Let's has to talk grow. about if Brian had went to a good franchise. Wait, wait, wait. We still wait. Hold on. I'm still. I'm still. I'm just. I'm just saying. He had to. He had to play that role. And he also went there with a megastar, most dominant Shaquille Diesel O'Neal. Right. So you can't get the reign as being the top dog because you're there against Shaquille O'Neal. If LeBron would have been with Shaq in his prime, LeBron wouldn't have been the best player. It would have been Shaq. So the same thing goes for that. He played with Shaq. You don't get the opportunity to be the best when Shaq is in his prime because nobody was better at doing Shaq than Shaq was Shaq at that time. Wasn't? So because of the beginning of their yeah, careers, because it's the that? beginning of their careers, I can't hold water to anybody for being better who's not. He just was on a team that played with scrubs. So there was no real thing to say. However, um, overall stats, I know you mentioned that like LeBron statistically when his career ends will be better. Let's not forget, he also, like you mentioned, was always the best player on his team, which allowed him to be so, right? Him having Mookie, Mo Williams, you know, him having all those players allowed him to shoot every single time whenever he wanted to shoot. The the reason why I think a lot of people... A field goal attempt, Kobe outweighs LeBron a field goal attempt every year. But what I'm saying is the reason why LeBron gets the nod, you know, in your eyes or, you know, those people that are lost eyes is because Kobe came in and worked, right? He didn't have anything handed to him. He had to develop his game. He, quote, unquote, mimicked after Jordan. He had to pick his spots. He had to learn how to shoot better. He had to – he had to – he didn't get to just walk into the league and average 20 points a game. He had to develop everything that he had. There was no necessarily easy ride. For, so that uh, makes Kobe him better because was, he had to develop? That doesn't make him that, better. That makes him worse. That doesn't make him worse. How does that make him worse? He came you in and he had to come in and develop. LeBron came in from day one and went off. He wasn't. He didn't go off. He, did, he didn't go off? He didn't make the playoffs the first year. You just say he went to a trash team. He didn't. He didn't. That's his fault. Get there How is his fault for being number one pick? If you had Carmelo, number 13, Carmelo who went, went to the first year in the if West. He was in the East and didn't go to the playoffs. 
Just like Kobe should have been more as uh, the MVP best more player one time. As the best player on his team. That's I'm wasn't. just saying. That's the fact. And then you mentioned the whole LeBron has more finals MVPs. Well, come on now. Of course he has more finals MVPs. He was he was he didn't have Shaq on his team. Well, how come Kobe couldn't went to the finals more? What do you mean? He went to the finals seven years. Go nine times. Because he, he was in the East. East. He, he wasn't in he wasn't in East. Let's go back to 2007, his matter. first finals that appearance. Did who did he beat? Who did, did he, he beat it? in 2007 to get to the finals? Who did he lose to in the first round? Got swept. What do you mean? Who did he lose to? In the first round. Everybody lost in the first round. Everybody lost in the second round. Everybody lost in the third round. Losing in a playoff on, series doesn't man. mean nothing. Jordan Probably didn't even win all his playoff appearances. But LeBron lost in the first round too. What's what, what's wrong with that? When not in his prime. He went nine times. Ma- he didn't get to the finals last year. Or the playoffs. I'm sorry. He was hurt. Yeah, okay. Okay, he was hurt. Did he Whatever. get to the playoffs? Are, are we going to do it just yes or no question? I mean, that's the, that's just a question. Did he get to the playoffs? That's the thing. Hurt or not, he, he played more. No, of the because he was hurt. You can't name one season that LeBron plays less than 60 games. Not one season. That's he a, never, that's, that's he's never been him. hurt. He's never that's been hurt. As a to LeBron being had, Iron Man. He's had sore legs, sore back. He's never been hurt. Let's get real. LeBron has never oh, had a serious a, that's injury. That's another check mark for LeBron. But yet he has two play, missed playoff appearances. Okay. Nine nine trips to the NBA Finals where he's only won three. But he's, that means he won his conference. Lost to Dwight Howard. How many times did Lost to an aging Celtic. He's lost to, huh? I'm just saying, when is when is winning your conference ever a, a downfall? Y'all only said that to LeBron. Kobe couldn't even win his well, conference. Well, he won his Kobe won but Kobe has been to Kobe's been to the playoffs and beaten every single star that he has to come against. <laughs> to be honest, LeBron James has never beat Dwight Howard. <laughs> he has, what does that mean? Does he that has mean? never beat Dwight Howard. LeBron has been, I mean, Kobe has beaten every star, Nash, Tim Duncan, Ginobili, David Robinson. LeBron in the finals. LeBron didn't get there. That was his fault. LeBron was there nine straight times. Kobe didn't make it. Regardless, Kobe Bryant has beaten every star to get to Kevin Durant. He didn't beat LeBron. LeBron beat Kevin Durant. Westbrook. He hasn't beaten every star, though. Never beat Durant. He did beat Durant in the finals. He never beat. He no, he did not. Yeah, he did. I'm talking about when he, uh, he when he made it evident. I'm not not what the rookie. You're talking about. You just said it, and I to prove you wrong. And he's talking. What he's talking about? Now you guys the, are picking the, straws. The, the, now, now you guys are picking hairs, right? Here. I'm just. I, I'm just saying. You 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 you're comparing what he did <laughs> to what? <laughs> I'm saying individual stats. Who got the best individual stats? Individuals, three-time in, finals MVP, player, individual player, stats, league MVP, indivi- point, individual stats, assist. individual stats are associated to who's around you. Also, how you don't get, or you don't not get, around you. you. You don't get the opportunity when you have a Shaquille O'Neal on your team. You saw well, how Sha- come? Well, how come Kobe? When Shaq left, more, what did Kobe do? Well, how come Kobe, Kobe averaged more field goals uh, than Brian Brian Shaq on his team? That's what it sounds like. What'd you say? Say it again, Brian bro. Shaq on his team. 
When he was diminished, yeah, he I mean, he had an aging shack. <laughs> he had a very aging shack on his. He team. had him, and he did not win. He did not produce. You just said he was aging. How do you want to win and produce? Shaq wasn't producing. You're correct. That's his fault. That's LeBron's fault. Put him in a situation to win. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Every, some individual stats. Bron's way better than Kobe, bro. But I'm not talking individual stats. I'm talking about who's the better player. We are talking about who's the better player. LeBron. He's How got many, all the accolades to go with it. That, that can't, that's not true, though. How's that not true? He's beat them at every accolade. What accolade does, does Kobe no, have LeBron does? Scoring more points in, 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 in a, over a totality of a career doesn't give you that. Let's not forget that Kobe also spent four seasons out of the NBA. Technically five, if you want to count up all his missed games. But yes, 20 years in, LeBron only has 17. He's already in front of him. I said count out his, his missed seasons. That's in, 20 seasons in, encompasses his three years that he missed from injury. If you combine them up, that's probably two seasons from injuries when he played so, during I'm the saying, season. if we cut it off right now, it'd be 17 to 17. LeBron does better stats. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. I said, but it's, Thank 15 you to, it's, it's 15 to 17. How's 15? Hey. Him sitting the bench is his fault. Right, right. Eligible right, to so, play. If, if right, you so add you guys, if we, you guys if have you, made your points evident. So who else? Hold on, hold on, one second, one second. If you add up, if you add up the missed seasons from his his uh, his injuries, it goes down to 15 NBA seasons. So that's 15 to 17. Because it's not durable. It's too small. Regardless of the situation, he still got five rings. So, so Michael, yeah. Michael, you only got three. Who do you, you think wins three this debate right on LeBron so he has or Kobe? Five, but he has but he has five, five, guys. But he has that's five awards. That's he a team award. He only won so guys, the third one because of Kyrie Irving. It's time to Who is the person do you he, think that has won, won this debate? He won his third ring because of Kyrie Irving. Kenny talking Let's about Kobe? Okay. Or but, Phil okay, talking this, about this, LeBron James? Kobe won a lot because of Ori and Fisher. What are you talking about? Here we go. All right. We're picking here. It's time to vote on this debate. Who do you guys think won this debate? Here we go. Michael, you go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Because uh, it's getting very hot. Cause that, that was a very heated debate. But, Who wasn't heated uh, white work? I, ha I had Phillip um, the entire time. His, his debate was great. Then he lost me when he said that Orion Fisher helped Kobe <laughs> win. No, he, he pulled out that Kyrie did. Kyrie was a different shot. caliber player than Robert Orion. That's all right. five well, points. If that's Fisher, the case, Ray Allen. Guys, 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 guys. You guys had your moments of debate. Michael, who you rolled with, Danny or Phil? So after that, oh okay. All right, we lost That's him, nice. Bruce. Who do you have, Danny or Phil? He froze. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with Danny. Unfortunately. <laughs> All right, Michael. Yeah. Oh, he's still gone. So Mike, who nah, do you got? I, I just go with Danny. Yeah. You go with Danny. Yeah. I have Danny also though on my on my end. I have Danny also on. He was just he, he was just proving more of a side that you know he he was trying to just tell him he impacted the game a lot better. You feel me? He didn't say any of that, but okay. <laughs> I literally said he impacted the game. He literally came in the game with nothing and evolved his game. That's an impact. All right. Well, if that's the once case, he got uh, his chance, oh my God. Right. Oh, so I will, I will say this. Kobe fans. No, no, no. I will say this. In terms right, of the I'll debate, in terms of the I'm debate. With Phil. Oh, oh, okay. Bruce got Phil, so I'm Thank the tiebreaker here. I'll do. I'll say this. I think in terms of debating, Phil, you won on the debating aspect ten times out of ten. But Danny, you are yeah. right. It's Kobe over LeBron. 
it is 100% Kobe over LeBron. But I will give Phil the point for the debate aspect. Phil won the debate. 100%. That's all like, I loved. I love Phil. He dug a hole for you and put you in the dirt. You know what? That's why I was like, Phil, I give you props on that, bro. I was like, because you did debate well because you you didn't want to go with your, you know, purely with your heart. You was actually trying to go back <laughs> first. You was trying to go back first. Then back first. You led to your LeBron this. But then back first. You, you had the better player, but you you had more to go with because his Kobe's efficiency in the finals compared to LeBron's. Yeah, who's the better winner? That's a oh, look who we got. All right, so, Michael, you, what you <laughs> missed is that um, – uh, what's it called? Danny uh, – uh, who is it? Uh, All right, no, this – Michael, who do you have? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, we gotta, no, he, gotta, whoa. He, gotta, he has to go. He has to go. Tell, no, we got to tell him what he missed. No, wait. Michael, who do you have? Okay, time go. Wise, time wise. Yeah. All right, time wise, just to make it short, um, I just who believe that – better argument? That, that the – not who the best player, who had a better argument. I got Philip. Okay, Philip. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop and redo it. <laughs> How much time I we mean, got? It's about to log out right now. All right, guys. Let us know who that was you 40. Tell me when you're ready, Mike. Go ahead, ready, Mike. All right, go. Hey man, no, so right. good. We, we gotta make sure we continue this thing and we're gonna finish. It with a bang, man. Uh, our final debate is going to be who is the better coffee player, Carmelo Anthony or T Mac? We got Bruce in one corner, and then we got Mr. Inglewood himself in one corner. Hey, it's, it's, about, to get, it's about to get epic. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. So, ding, ding, ding. Bruce, yeah, really? Bruce, you up first, <laughs> man. Tell us who you got and tell us why. That player was the better offensive player. Mello, hands down. And it is it's mainly because similar to the Kobe debate, Mello came in right off the top like LeBron and was a force to be reckoned with. Mello was uh McDonald's All American. Mello was a college champion uh with Syracuse one year. He came back into the league. Um and <laughs> I mean the numbers alone for Melo, uh, he was a one-time scoring champion. I know that uh, T-Mac had it twice. But also with his playoff success, Melo averaged 24 points for his career. T-Mac had about 19, you know. That ain't too much. T-Mac came in a little late. T-Mac did come right out of high school. He had to develop. Kind of lived in the shadow of his cousin for a little bit up there in Toronto. He did get his time to shine and uh, got hurt with some uh, injuries, but Melo's uh, career stats and scoring champion, rookie first team, four-time uh, All-NBA all third team, two-time All-NBA second team, a ten-time All-Star. Loved the All-Star game for sure. And then we talked about uh, his international success. Melo was one of those players that was almost better when he went overseas. He, he played more of a backup role even with the Olympic team, but – he averaged probably like the most points on the team. Uh, Melo had a signature uh, face-up move that was pretty much unstoppable with the face-up Hezzy. Uh, nobody could stop him. Multiple, and Melo also was in the Western Conference for most of his career to start, especially when he was young and when he had to learn the hard way, ran into the Lakers a lot. 
uh, and had a lot of success with that Denver team that he had. Had a little uh, AI out there, Chauncey Billups. Um, you know, had some good guys to run with, some vets. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the most part, I felt Carmelo's career as a whole, which is still going, thankfully, to the second run. His, uh, you know, the second run that he's going through right now. But compared to T-Mac, who had moments, but that's all they were. It was a couple moments here and there. Had a lot of help from players around him, such as Yao and stuff like that but still couldn't get over the hump. And by the time he got to a point where he was dominating, his knees didn't work anyway. Melo's issue was only the fact that he didn't know how to take a step back when it was time. And I think that hurt him the most at the end of his career. Offensively, though, one of the most fluid scorers we've probably seen in the game for a long time. And that's – okay. You up, Mike? Are, are you done? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay, okay. Let's make sure, make sure you're finished. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I love Mellow. We're gonna start off with that. I do love Mellow. What? Very good, good score. But the question was, who is the better score? Correct. Yeah, better offensive player. Ah. Okay. Offensive player. Yes. So when, even as offensive talent, you have to think about T-Mac was more offensively gifted with a fluid game of his was being more nonchalant, but it was it was like where he took over a game where you see at times when he took over the team, he became mm-hmm. one of the better players in the league where he was battling Kobe for top players for majority of a decade. Mello was always just the best player on his team, majority of the teams he was on. T-Mac, once he left the shadow of Vince, his cousin, you got to think about he took over with his teams. 13 points in 30 seconds to win a game against the Spurs did happen. One this was time. A, one time. One time. This never happened in any time. <laughs> <laughs> one time. That's all it takes. He had one clutch moment. Multiple scoring titles. How many times have we seen Melo average 30? Yeah, 28. In the playoffs. Okay, so you got to think about this. The thing that I see that you're trying to, you're you're boosting Melo's, his longevity, yes. But you got to think about T-Mac was the best but player But he was in the putting league. these numbers up the whole time. He was putting Against, up the numbers in everybody, the entire Western Conference, the entire time. He was averaging Omelo, 25 points. Yeah. Omelo was good. Melo was, was a good, consistent scorer. He was definitely at the mid-range. But you have to think about T-Mac was more offensively gifted. He was more offensively gifted from before he learned to get better. Before he learned to get out the shadow, he was already he had everything you needed. He was just raw. Melo came out as a solidified hooper coming through Fina. the college ranks. Fina. Yes. Fina. And, okay, put like this. Oak Hill. Put, put Oak Hill. No, no. No, no. Put like this. Give them the same situation. Put Oak, Oak Hill, Melo, into the league. And would he have that same 25 and 5? Fresh Oak out of Oak Hill. Hill. Yeah. 
He went straight to college after one year. He averaged 22 in college, won the championship, and he came to the league and didn't miss a beat. 20, first year. What did team match average for the first three years of his uh, career? Do you remember what Denver's record was? What did T-Mac average the first three <laughs> years of his career? The first – well, you're talking about, you're talking about the Toronto? Why are why we bringing up the, the – Seven so, okay, points so, a game. When did Kobe average his first two years? We're going to talk about when they got – That's why Danny lost the argument. Coming up in here with that stuff. <laughs> okay, play like this. Bruce, Sir Bruce it. You're talking about who is the better scorer, who's – no, who's the better offensive player? T-Mac was obviously a better offensive player. When T- Melo's never had the nod for being the best player in the league anytime. For the majority of a decade, he battled Kobe. T-Mac was more offensively gifted. He was a better shooter. Melo as a rookie, Melo as a rookie was in the playoffs with Denver. Average T-Mac, 15 points. Multiple scoring titles and as a better scorer, I'm taking Dude, T-Mac he has one more that. than Melo. One more. One more than Melo. You said multiple. How many seasons? Two. Okay, one more. Oh, both. Look, on top, got you. Both seasons, T-Mac averaged over 30. Both seasons, he averaged over 30? So? Melo, how many season? times has Melo averaged 30 in his career? What did he do in those seasons? What did he do in those seasons? Where does this score get the playoffs. you? Where does this score get you? Running into a brick wall. Taking L's with no team. You had no team. He's a Carmelo had no team. With... Yeah, yeah, I don't mean. Yao Ming was seven, seven, twelve. Yao Ming was hey, eight foot center. And Yao Ming never averaged twenty points. Hey, he was Bruce, the best Bruce player whenever he took over his team. Bruce Tracy Mike, McGrady, offensively betterly, betterly, newer, better. Bruce and Mike, I got a, I got a question. So since what we're up? talking about their offensive talents, I want y'all to go. We'll go skill by skill and tell me why your guy has that. So when, I it, got comes to, when it comes to handles, why, who have more handles? T Mac or Carmelo? T-Mac. I give him that. I give him that. T Mac. This line with the handles. Okay, what about shooting? Next. Who's a better shooter? Melo. 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 Who's a better shooter? Melo. I'm taking T Mac as a as an offense. Mid range shooter. Who's a better mid range shooter? Melo. Melo gets the mid-range <laughs> shooter. Melo gets the mid-range shooter. 20 is automatic. So who, he's a better mid-range shooter, but all-around shooter, T-Mac. Fade away. T-Mac. Post. Who was the better post player? Melo. <laughs> we saw in the Olympics. Uh, uh, who's better off the dribble? That is T-Mac. T-Mac, T-Mac, T-Mac is a better finisher, I would give, at the rim. I get at the T-Mac. Who, as a player... Which player, when they got hot, was hotter, Melo or T-Mac? Be honest, Bruce. I'm going to say Melo. <laughs> what? T-Mac. I'm going to say Melo. Any day. 13 points. 13 minute. and 30. What did I just tell you a second ago? It happened one time. It's that's never not, happened any time. That's what I'm saying. All it takes is once. Carmelo I just want to show you what it's capable. Carmelo's one of those guys. All it takes, first of all, a four-point play, three-point play, He was one of the only players. He, was one of the he won the game with that. To, to he ended the, the game on fire points. to win the game for his team. That's a clutch moment. I appreciate that. That was a good moment for T-Mac. He was hot too. No, there, there, was consi- there were consistent moments <laughs> that made up this moment. 
And he then was taking have... L's with him. And who was the better passer, Carmelo or T Mac? T Mac. So I got mm. five. Mm. You got five? I don't know about that one. I'm there's a consistent four. There's a five because I say shooter still. That's deep. You get better mid range. I got all around shooter. Do you give me that? No, nice. you got no shoot. No, you have no, no. shooting. <laughs> you don't got the shooting? So I only got four. No. I only got four. I'm, I'm, Where's the four? So Bruce, name out the skills offensively that Carmelo that's what has we just, That's what we're going through, Bruce. Mid-range and three-point. We said post. All right, we're yeah. good. No, post did not go to – post went to Melo, but I'm saying, right. like, you're you're not in the lead. I'm not what? You're not in the lead, sir. <laughs> what, what, so what did you win? I have handles, four to three. Handles, handles and finishing? What? No. What else was it? And Michael, hot, don't throw the list again. I guess a hot streak. So I said handle off the dribble, handles, um, all right. mid-rowing, shooting, posting, post-up, and passing. On fire. On fire. Passing. And then, then hot streak. Pass, look, That's how I got four. So it can be the hottest. Who can be the hottest? We just making shit up now? No, like <laughs> that, that was the, that was, the hot streak. You said you went but to Melo. The hot streak? <laughs> Man, y'all know what I'm we talking about. Hey, but Danny, up. hey, we're going to start with you, Danny. Who argument do you believe won this uh, great debate? Melo, T-Mac, who's a better offensive player? Better offensive player. More fluid. The, the beginning was T-Mac, but at the end, it, it sided with Carmelo. It was okay. it was kind of hard because I because I, at first I was agreeing because I was like, well, T Mac is better because at first I was thinking Carmelo. You know, I, I hate Carmelo. I feel but, like you would, <laughs> but I, I was like, dang, T Mac is when we started doing the when we started doing the questions. Once he got once he I'm got like, the minutes, he was able to show you what he was offensively gifted with. Why wasn't he credit, gifted when it counted? But I will give credit because when Bruce was saying, uh, when, I mean, honestly, Carmelo came in, he, he had a post game. He came in with a jumper. He, he didn't necessarily have to develop anything. He was already kind of ready. He was a ready-made player. So I don't know who to pick. Uh, How about the guy with more playoff appearances and games played? Ooh. I, I don't know. I I, I, I T-Mac out. T-Mac to me was like, I, I was saying Carmelo the it's whole time. It's not about who you like. It's about who present the best argument. No, I was, that's what I'm saying. I was my going into this, I was like, Carmelo is better. But then Mike was bringing up stuff making me think about, I'm sorry, 13 and 32. I mean, I like that. But <laughs> it, it was making me remember T-Mac. So based off, I don't know. Think I, about I'm, him and Kobe's matchups. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you have a battle for the best player, Melo never You don't get it. to keep arguing. I'm not what arguing. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, he never, Melo never here? had that opportunity. Wait, he was never the top two you best players. You don't get the test back after you turn it in? You should have brought that up earlier. You turn it in. Right there for the record. Get out of here with that shit. What's hey, right so there for the record? Who you got, Hines? <sighs> he wasn't even here. <laughs> no, I had you guys on speaker. I had you guys on speaker while I was making coffee. Oh, man. Oh, oh I got coffee too. Cheers. Cheers. Here's my Mac cup. 
Meh. Bang, bang. Um, honestly, I'm going to have to go with T-Mac. 13 and 30, that was what I needed to hear to convince me. Sorry. What? A game swings it? One game. Y'all can have this shit. Y'all can have it. We don't even got to vote no more. Hey, Bruce. Talk about it's on me. 30 seconds. 30 seconds defining this man's career. Y'all talking about 30 seconds You defining a man's career. 30 seconds. Bruce, only two. That's, I'm the goal. Y'all talking true. about plumbers playing against Bill Russell to define this man's career. We could we could say the same thing. It's 13 and 30. Plumbers. plumbers make way more money than the janitors y'all had playing. Bro, plumbers <laughs> make hella good bank. That's a good deal to get into. That's what I'm saying. They would have been plumbers instead. The plumbers wasn't fucking with Bill. Y'all had janitors out there. Custodial. Custodial duties. Well, go ahead. Who's anyway, next the voting scale? continue on with this bullshit. Was it Phil or Mike? Evans? All right, based on arguments and debates, who won the debate was obviously Bruce. What are y'all talking about? Y'all want y'all want listening? Nobody was listening. Mike, close your goddamn window. I was gone for like four minutes. If y'all listen to the debate, Bruce won the debate. Now, Mike has some good points, but. Debate on debate. Uh, it was Bruce. Man, what? I appreciate you, Big Phil. Michael, who you got? Yeah, and uh, man, that that playoff take that Bruce gave made it made the argument because he he Melo was scoring in, in the biggest you know bigger games where the defense gets tougher, and he was still going. He made his run to the conference finals with um, with the Denver. with oh, the Nuggets. So I, I got I got Bruce with this one. I got Bruce. Sir Bruce. So it's tied up. It sounds like it's tied up. So we got to so, go. You know what? Hey, so we, I'll admit, right, let's close it having, having one take get, swing my thought process may have been a little off. Hey, hey no. Hey, this is hey, how we do. This is how we're going to decide it. I will take a redo. What you got, Alex? No, we're going to allow the people to decide. Know, that's what Bruce did to me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to let the people of Instagram and all the social media to decide who was the winner of each of these great debates, man. We thank you guys to our very special edition of Courtside Radio. Yes, sir. Hey, we back Tuesday? Hey, we back at it Tuesday. Back at it like it ain't nothing. Back at it Tuesday. Back at it like it never Not only will you get a new episode, but you also get our debate takes. It's going to be amazing. This run is about to be crazy. So we thank you guys for tuning in. From me, Fiji, Danny, Himes, Mr. Inglewood himself. Yes. Hey, we thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And also, let us know if Mike...